Hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of the Resilient Leaders Podcast, where resilience and leadership is not simply a good idea. In the new world that we live in, it's absolutely required. I'm J.R. Briggs, founder of Kairos Partnerships and host of this podcast. Let's talk about Charlie Munger today. Charlie Munger and inverse thinking. You may recognize that name, Charlie Munger. He passed away recently. Munger was the spunky and wise business partner of Warren Buffett and vice chairman of the multi-billion dollar company Berkshire Hathaway. As Buffett's right-hand man and investor, his net worth was in the billions when he died. Now, Munger was incredibly sharp. He was witty. He was experienced and savvy when it came to markets and investing, just like Warren Buffett. But he was also quick to point out that it was the way he thinks that has made him who he was. And boy, does he have some great one-liners. Some are profound, some are insightful, and some are downright hilarious. Now, one of Munger's famous ways of thinking is called inverse thinking. It involves the intentional process of thinking about and planning for the opposite of what you want to happen, which can give you a competitive advantage in almost anything that you do. When I first heard about this a few years ago, I loved it, and I use inverse thinking a great deal even to this day. Munger didn't make up this idea of inverse thinking or thinking backward. It's been around for a long time, and it's been used by great thinkers and scientists, Stoics, and innovators throughout history. But Munger has popularized it. The ancient Stoic philosophers like Marcus Aurelius and Seneca regularly conducted an exercise known as premeditatio malorum, which translates to premeditation of evils. In the modern era, in the modern era, the inversion technique originated from the Greek math sorry, the German mathematician Karl Jacobi, where he said invert, always invert. Let me give you some examples. This is where we take a situation or a problem and we turn it upside down and look at it backward. So it goes like this. What happens if our plans go wrong? Where don't we want to go? And how do we get there? Instead of looking for success, make a list of how to fail instead, and then do all you can to, invo- to avoid those approaches. Now, Munger has a famous and hilarious line summarizing inverse thinking. He said, tell me where I'm going to die so I don't go there. <laughs> Munger also said, and this is, this is one of my favorites from him, it is remarkable how much long-term advantage people like us have gotten by trying to be consistently not stupid instead of trying to be very intelligent. Let me say that again. He said, it is remarkable how much long-term advantage people like us have gotten by trying to be consistently not stupid instead of trying to be very intelligent. Now, On the surface, that sounds incredibly pessimistic and fatalistic, or maybe even overly simplistic. But few people actually strive to do it. Vision casting and forward thinking are important, but so is backward thinking or inverse thinking, because it could help you to unlock solutions to difficult problems that may have been holding you back for years. This simple exercise has kept me from mistakes, or it's even pushed me over the edge to try and take risks on certain initiatives or projects simply by looking at it from the backside, coming through the back door. So for example, here's an example. Think about what you want to happen. How do I get more customers if you work in sales? 
Now, the opposite of that, uh, of what you want to happen, inversion would be this. How can I prevent the business from attracting new customers? What actions will we take if we got no new customers this year? What would you want to happen? Let's say, how can I lose weight? Now, the opposite of what you want to happen, inversion, might be, how can I prevent myself from losing weight? Or how might I put on weight the fastest? And then do the opposite of that. What you want to happen, how can I become a better leader? The opposite of what you want to happen, inversion, how can I prevent myself from becoming a better leader? Or how could the people I lead think I'm the worst boss they've ever had? And then, of course, do the opposite. Or if I were to launch a business, what would, all, what would be all the reasons that it would fail? Now, James Clear, the author of the great book, Atomic Habits, maybe you've read it. Many people have. I think it was the book of the year, uh, number one sales book on Amazon in 2023. James Clear describes inversion thinking in an article that he wrote. He describes it this way. He said, imagine the most important goal or project you're working on right now. Now, fast forward six months in the future and assume the project or the goal has failed. Now, tell the story of how that failure happened. What went wrong? What mistakes did you make? How did it fail? In other words, think of your main goal and ask yourself, what could cause this to go horribly wrong? It really can provide some insight for you. Now, this article, if you're interested, I put the link to this great article by James Clear in the show notes, so you can read it in full if you just click the link. Now, recently, I gave a presentation to a group of pastors trying to persuade them to reorganize their churches in a new way. And I started with this. I say, here are all the obstacles you'll face if you try to do this. And here's why the, this way won't work. They were a little bit surprised. But that's how I started the first five minutes of my presentation. But then I told them the reasons why it would be good and why it would be worth all the effort. By starting with inversion thinking and why it wouldn't work, it helped to strengthen my argument and they paid more attention to it. By doing this, it also gives you more credibility, and it helps people see that you've thought through the risks and the downsides right from the beginning. So pick a goal and use the inversion thinking method and see what happens. Start a new project. What if it would fail? Start a new business. How could I start a new business that would have to declare bankruptcy in two years? Or beginning a writing project. How could you write this book in a way nobody would ever want to read it? We're starting a new church or nonprofit. How could I do this in such a way that it would be discouraging and directionless for me and others we are trying to serve? By the way, this is so crucial as we think about our divisive world, especially as we're leading up to the election here in 2024. Charlie Munger said that if we disagree with someone, we shouldn't be allowed to state our case without first understanding and then articulating the other person's perspective as well or even better than they do. Which is interesting because before Warren Buffett's right-hand man, Charlie Munger, was at Berkshire Hathaway, he was an attorney. Now, imagine if we live by this wise principle in the midst of all the division and animosity we live in right now. Inversion thinking can help us understand other people's perspective more fully. Particularly and similarly, we need to ask ourselves this important question before we interact with others, especially in a volatile topic. It could be politics or, or otherwise. Ask yourself, is this a monologue, a conversion, or sorry, a conversation or a debate? Is this a monologue, a conversation, or a debate? In our 
current culture right now, many of us assume the monologue or debate posture by default. But imagine if we used inversion thinking as a leader, being able to understand and articulate the perspective of the other person as well or even better than they can, and then and only then sharing our perspective. That would lead to much more conversation. Instead of a straw man argument, some have referred to this as a steel man argument, where you take your opponent's side and give the best argument against why it wouldn't work. Answer the objection first before they even bring it up. Now, whatever the issue, you can use inversion thinking and ask yourself, can I first articulate the position of my opponent as well or better than they can before I share my opinion? Inversion thinking, leaders, is not pessimistic, it's not cynical, or it's not fatalistic thinking. Instead, it's a tool, a valuable tool that can help you become more resilient as a leader and more importantly, a kinder, more civilized human being in the midst of so much division. And right now, we need that idea, that concept, that reality of being a kinder, more civilized human being more than ever before. Use that inversion thinking. Well, thanks for, thanks for joining me today. Make sure to check out the show notes for links and resources to inversion thinking and ways that we can stay connected and in touch. And if we can partner with you to help you flourish as a leader in these changing times, let's connect. That's why we exist at Kairos Partnerships. Whether it's coaching or consulting or spiritual direction, we are here to walk alongside of you and to help you as well as we possibly can. Well, this podcast is produced by the highly capable Joel Limbowen at On A Limb Productions. You can visit him at onalimproductions.com for all of your video and podcast needs. We've used him on this podcast from the beginning, all 224 episodes, and he does great work. Leaders, be faithful, available, teachable, and hungry. Keep leaning in and learning. And remember, inversion thinking can help you think more clearly and robustly so that you can lead more resiliently. Have a great week.